0: Adria Wilkins, and today we are here with Patricia Durgan. Talk to her and ask her some questions about why she wears a vision impaired lapel pin. And I've always been curious about it, and so I want us to dig in a little bit and find out who Patricia is and um, her vision impairment that she has, but also how she continues to walk in joy even though she has trouble seeing. Patricia, thank you for coming and being here with me today and I really just want to find out why you wear your little lapel. So this is a crazy thing.
1: So thank you very much for inviting me. I love being on your program. (laughs) Ah, I've never been able to see. My eyes have never worked, and they continue to degrade every year. Um, so as I windows started, windows of opportunity, um, traveling opportunities, so forth, started closing in. Those doors started closing to me. But before that happened, uh, I was scheduled to go to Marlene Bagnall's uh, Colorado Christian writers conference years ago. It was probably 10 or 12 years ago. And uh, so that meant I would be traveling by myself and I would be in an airport situation. And that's a scary place if you can't read the signs and you don't know, you don't move as fast at, at, at the pace as everyone else because they can see things that you can't see. So I was praying about it, Lord, how am I going to keep from getting just plumb run over in this big crowded of people? And he gave me this idea. So this is a magnetized batch. Oh. I can put it on any of my garments if I have a silk garment on I can put it on I'm not putting holes in my clothes uh, he gave me the idea to put this to create this and I went to a um, sign shop you know like let, we get plaques and trophies and I told them what I wanted and they were like I oh, would never do that before but okay we can do that <laughs> Yay! <And> it, t- <laughs> it totally changed not only my experience traveling But it changed my life in every other way outside of my home. Is ask a lot of questions. I can't read tags and tickets. You know, how much is this? I have to take it somewhere and ask somebody to help me if it's a size. I can't read the difference between extra small, which is my normal size, or extra large. (laughs) (laughs) On the chance I need that size. (laughs) Uh, uh, When I go to the grocery store, I purchase items based upon their labels so if a product changes this label I can't find it oh. so when I go I have to ask people to help me more than other people do and this explains why automatically and there's never any problem people are so gracious to me uh, they go out of their way to help me they give me more information than I've asked for so before I was struggling mm. and just barely able to function on my own in certain environments And because of this simple little thing for $2.95, now people go out of their way to help me.
0: Wow, that is fantastic. You ought to go in the market for selling those little (laughs) (laughs) bags. Well, I wear it. Somebody, Somebody asked me, they said, well, you have a home office.
1: You work from a home office. So on your program, why do you wear it on your program, Marketers on a Mission? Well, because as time has gone on, I've worn it for like 12 years and if i don't if i don't if i have on my jammies or my bathing suit i don't wear it other than that i wear it okay i love it and i've had so many times where people have come up to me at a conference or in another arena and they'll say oh i recognize you because you had that badge on i knew it was you so this is a very strange trademark it's an atypical trademark
0: it is a trademark for you that is so cool i, I would not have chosen this as a trademark <laughs>
1: So when I wear this in a department store and other places like that, other shoppers see this and they don't read it. They think that it's a name tag because I'm an employee and then I have a name tag. the The most requested question that I get is, "Where is the bathroom?" So if I know, I just take them. Oh, let me show you. I'll just walk. And I take her to the bathroom and I go and resume my shopping. Don't say I don't work here. I'm not insulted. All they're seeing is something on your, on your collar. Mm -hmm. If I know where it is, I never say I don't work here. I never, I'll I'll say, I usually say, let me walk you there because it's so far away. It's typical when they ask me, you can't see it or, you know,
0: have you written, you need to write all this stuff down. Have you written this down before? Uh, No
1: one's even suggested it before. Um, so, no, I haven't. I may in the future. We'll
0: see. You need we'll see. to. You need to write this down. This is great. I love it. That is very good. and That, that cracks me up, and I'm so glad that you added that in there. So, what kind of things um, do you really struggle with as far as getting around? What kind of things really cause you, um, like, anxiety? I don't have very much
1: anxiety on a regular basis in my daily life. And I don't have much because of my eyesight, because I've had it all my life.
0: Okay.
1: It's not a new development that happened two years ago and I had to change everything in my life. Okay. My eyes do continue to degrade so I can see less and less with every passing year. One of the big things is um, I, it's, it's very determined by my ability to function independently is determined by how much light is in the environment. Okay. It needs to be enough for me to see and not so much that it hurts my eyes because my eyes are sensitive to light. So I can be in an environment that's more well lit than I need to be. And I have to shield my eyes from the light. Then I can't see because my hand's in front of my eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're a comedian, I tell you. <laughs> when I go into a new environment of somebody's house or a business or anything else, okay, I rarely go into, into crowds unless I'm in an airport setting, which it's very hard to find a small airport these days, but unless I'm in I'm forced to, I don't go into big crowds. Okay. I get overstimulated. The, the, um, the, the sensory
0: readings, okay.
1: you know, it's like being at this, what you would sense when you go to Disneyland, Yes. you know, and there's the sound and the noise of the kids and the bloods yeah. and the trap and then the rides and the coughing and the arguments. And <laughs> well, it's like that for me, if I go into a concert environment, I haven't been to a concert in decades. I can't, I can't, it's sensory overload. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I struggle with being able to function but uh, when we move to a new home which the Lord moves us a whole lot when we move to a new home I had to figure out you know my own little ways to get around and make oh. sure that the furniture is placed just so when we go into a restaurant environment I don't sit in the traffic pattern um oh. I always sit outside the traffic pattern you know like um you know, in the cowboy movies, you know, the hero always sits with his back to the wall <laughs> and his face to the door, you know, that kind of thing. Because <clears throat> they don't want somebody to shoot, shoot him. <laughs> um, I have to be out of the traffic pattern. I ask a lot of questions. I'm very comfortable asking for help. I'm very comfortable asking mm, for help. Wow. Um, doesn't bother me at all. It's a very normal part of my life, and people are always gracious. Um, and um, sometimes when I can't function, here's what I want, you to, want, 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 want the viewers to, to know. There have been times where I've I've gone as far as I can in an unknown environment or a new environment or one that's just really busy and I'm by myself. Sometimes the Lord will, let me back up for a second. Sometimes the Lord will send me somebody and we travel together or there's a casual acquaintance, you know, both of you got out the elevator at the same time and you're walking down the hall together. So it's very natural to say, I'm sure I can't find the X, Y, Z room. Would you help me? Would you find a, you know, is this, is it right there? And they'll help me. People mm-hmm. are really generous if you ask them to. Mm-hmm. Even people who are like big burly guys with tattoos, you know, and like skinheads. Uh, they they're so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's good. <laughs> Seriously, that's awesome. um. um there there I just can't even, I can't remember any time where someone hasn't helped me. But there are times where there's no one around, um, and I can't go any further. Oh, okay. So I'm stuck in a I'm stuck in place. Oh. So he has taught me, this is what he's taught me to do. I stand quietly and I don't look like a victim. I'm not hunched over. I'm not worried. I'm not anxious. I got nothing to be anxious about because even though I can't figure out what to do next, I need some help going up a set of stairs or I can't read the signs. So I don't know which floor on the elevator. No need to get on the elevator. I don't know which floor is supposed to get off on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't read the, you know, the, the, the signs. Mm. So I stand quietly, I step a little bit back out of the traffic pattern if there is one. Uh, not too much. I'm not, isolate myself, but I'm, i don't make myself so you can run over me, you know? Right. And uh, I wait, and he, mm. I wait for him, huh. and he sends somebody to help me.
0: Oh, that's Every cool.
1: time, he sends someone to help me.
0: Wow, that's amazing.
1: They're a passerby. I, I'm not looking like frantic. I'm just waiting, and he has them come up to me or he signals me that that's the person he wants me to ask for help and we engage and I get the help I need and we disengage and life goes on every time.
0: And so you are in that constant communication with God to help you when you're out and about like that and to show you who would be a safe person to ask to help you. That's cool. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, I was doing a little bit of research and uh, approximately 75% 75 of adults will use some sort of vision correction um, in their daily life. So I thought that was kind of interesting, 75% of adults. But as we age, you know, some of us need glasses. I needed glasses at an early age. But, uh, you know, we all take our eyesight for granted. You know, since you were born you know with the vision impairment you don't necessarily know what you are missing you have said you know what i'm going to continue to walk in and 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 live this life that god has for me and i am going to allow him to um just shine his, his light through your, your life and to proudly wear your name tag, (laughs) To proudly wear your name tag for all to see. And, um, but you know, you were talking about your senses were overloaded. I was also reading about the eyes are the body's most highly developed sensory organs and a larger part of our brain is dedicated to vision than to hearing, taste, touch, or smell, and you had said that your senses are all on, your other senses are more um, heightened alert because of your vision impairment. What what scent, other sense do you have that you feel like is at a heightened level because of your vision impairment? Uh, well, not my hearing. <laughs> my family will tell you, not
1: my hearing, <clears throat> uh, but I have, a, I have a keen sense of smell. Oh. I can smell things that other people not only can't smell, but they often don't believe it, that I'm smelling it because they don't smell it yet. Oh, wow. And then later, later it starts wafting, waffling, wafting back into the environment. They're like, that does smell like oh, fill in the blank. That is so I funny. had smelled things in the back of the house that were burning because a piece of plastic had been placed over the top of a lamp that the light bulb was at the very top above the shade.
0: Oh, and
1: our children put like a cracker wrapper or something there oh. and just left it accidentally. And I smelled it. I've walked by some, okay, this is crazy. I've walked by somebody years, thousand years ago, I worked in fast food restaurants, right? Like everybody else in the whole entire world and uh, are pretty close. And I, w- I walked past someone whose mouth was closed and I said, "Somebody's been eating a taco chip."
0: <laughs> he said, oh. <laughs> "I want to invite you back for the the sense of smell." <laughs> yeah, you got a good sniffer, huh? <laughs> okay. That's that's cool. Well, you know, um, I can understand, and and that's actually for your pr- protection too. I'm sure because if there ever was a fire or anything, and you didn't see it or whatever you know you can smell it ahead of everybody yes cool
1: can I say that my family has never one of the reasons that I am able to function and able to be as joyful in addition to Jesus Christ is that my family has never treated me as a burden Mm. never wow they they help me they they work around when things need to be worked around uh, when we go into an environment where things are a little bit unexpectedly chaotic they Uh know i'm not going to go in that environment i step back okay, and they will work around themselves and decide amongst themselves who's going to stay with mom and uh, who's going to take us around here you go ahead you you know all of you go that way and mom and i are going to go this way and uh, when i i can't step off a curb uh, on a street side a street area safely uh, I stumble over things that other people don't stumble over because part of my issue is I have depth perception problems mm. so uh, it's gotten to so that um, as my eyesight gets worse then I need a little bit more help okay. but our daughters grew up like this mm. they, they grew up n- knowing that I needed help and we have a silent community my husband long has then as our daughters came along we developed this silent communication that we know each other well enough that when we go into an environment, they know when I'm going to need help. And they just silently move physically. They just silently move to me. Mm. And they're, that. Might, and if, I, if I need to touch them or if I just need to be beside them or put my hand on their shoulders, we move through a crowd. It's, we never even have to talk about it. So here's the cool part, even though that's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. Our grandchildren are now old enough that they do that
0: too. Oh, that's so cool. That is so I love it. Well, that right there, I think, is um, a a joyful thing that you um, have your family that has supported you and they actually act on your behalf. And so, and that's neat that you can see that. And even with your own grandchildren now, you know, you're seeing their reaction and that makes you joyful, I'm sure, deep down inside.
1: Everybody has something. There's not anyone who doesn't have some shortcoming, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, fill in the blank. Uh, Mine, I have more than eyesight issues, but mine is the most, the eyesight issue is the most obvious to anyone who even runs it. They don't even have to know me. They can just see me. And obviously I have eyesight issues. But the beautiful thing is I, I miss opportunities that other people have. I can't go to concerts. I can't go in certain environments. I can't drive by myself more than an hour away from home. And that's really dangerous. I usually stay within my little cubby area, you know, and it has to be a great day, you know, sun shining, and the sun's going to have to be completely up before I leave. And I have to get back before it's completely down and Mm -hmm. all kinds of rigmarole. Okay.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So I miss going to places that other people can just hop in the car and go on their own, but there's never been a single, not a single opportunity that God wanted me to have that I was stopped from having because of my eyesight issues.
0: Well, thank you so much for just opening up and letting us dig a little bit on uh, your, your life and um, your vision impairment. And hopefully it will be an encouragement to other people. So my new little motto that I'm also using, which goes along with our talk of sense of eyesight or vision today is I want us to always be looking out for joy I want us to be on the lookout for joy whether we have vision impairment or not there are other ways that we can look for joy whether we have vision or not thank you thanks very much for inviting me